Time for Shortcut with Dan Slevin. Dan joins us. Kia ora, Dan. Kia ora, Todd. How are you? Lovely to speak with you. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Been watching some interesting material this week, Dan. Look, I tell you what, I've been watching and I've also been engaging with some. This has been a very weird week for me because uh, of the four people in our household, three have got COVID currently. Mm. And so I'm the only COVID-free person. I am uh, therefore, uh, in, in order to protect my workmates, working from home this week. But it also means that I can't engage with any of my my housemates, my wife, um, my my stepson and, and and his partner, and so uh, you know we put masks on if we're ever in shared spaces like the kitchen and what have you, and we never we we do our level best never to be in the same room together. Um, there's been three or four days of this, and it's been really weird. It's like being at home alone, but not alone at the same time. Um, so uh, in in addition to watching the films that um, I've been working on for uh, to prepare for this segment i've also uh, been indulging myself todd and part of that indulge- indulgence has been microsoft flight simulator are you familiar with 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 that video game it's on the xbox and it's on pcs as well i played on the xbox yeah i've seen and- it i don't play it but i've i've seen it and i've seen lots of videos gosh it's so realistic isn't it well i could I tell you what, mate, it's um, not only is it real, they have just um, made available the New Zealand upgrade, and it's it's a free upgrade to anybody who's bought the game. And it's like, it is, you can just fly around Auckland or fly around Wellington and, and go, oh, that's, I know where that is. Or you can fly up State Highway 2, which is, I, I can recreate various um paths that i'm very familiar with it's very soothing um the thing about flight simulator is that the taking off and landing are really stressful and actually the most stressful aspect of the game is taxiing i just want to make that point clear it's incredibly hard to drive those things on the ground but once you're in the air it's really soothing and they play lovely music to you and you can sort of look out the window and you can go all that's and it's 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 so much fun and because i'm not a very good pilot i um i managed to crash into my house my own house uh in silverstream um yesterday that that was uh that was fun and you know, it, it, you just—it's—it's it's just the detail of it is just so remarkable. I—it's—I—I uh, I, I first bought the Microsoft Flight Simulator game a couple of years ago when we were all in lockdown, and I thought, well, I'm never going to leave the country again. I might as well—you know—if I'm ever going to travel, I might as well do it virtually. Does this recreate? Does it recreate the turbulence of Cook Strait coming into Wellington? It's funny you should say that because one of the ta- one of the tests. Uh, because there's not not only can you just like pick a pick a location and fly around, but it's a game, right? So you want to actually get points. And one of the expert setting games is flying into Wellington in a Southerly. And I have not been able to achieve this so far, but that's because I haven't been doing my practice. So I, yep. I need to get my hours up, Todd. I know and the route. I know the route. I used to live in Newlands, and often you could see the planes that were lower than where my house was, 
and it, it basically flies straight down Nolonga Gorge into the southerly. Yes. Mm. yes, and you can recreate all of those different um, pathways. And not only like does it, it, it does it have this incredible uh, verisimilitude about the landscape and the the buildings and what have you, but actually you, uh, because the the computing power is so good, it can actually recreate real-time weather conditions. And uh, so, you know, like you can actually be pretend to be flying in as the conditions are right now, if you if you wanted, um, uh, in the dark, if you if you were if you were good enough. What a time it's killer! Tell you what, what it's a, so much fun. What an amazing time killer! It is. It is. It's also it's a, a time killer slash time waster. You can, you know, take your pick. Uh, nothing's a time waster, Dan. Oh, how fabulous. Well, I'm delighted that you can you can do that and live out your, your fantasy of becoming an airline pilot. Yes, indeed. <laughs> a few other bits and pieces. House of yeah. Games you want to talk about. Yeah, well, this is... Uh, I wanted to... Before... Um, you know, when I, I get asked to send these notes through a, a day or two in advance, and um, I wanted to talk about con artist films and grifter films and films about cons, and that's because there's a, a film that's just arrived on Apple TV Plus called Sharper, which mm-hmm. is very much about uh, that whole sort of uh, in, in, incredibly intricate con world. And when I watched it, I thought, oh, House of Games, That's, that reminds me a lot of that. And then I was listening to your previous guest talking about lie detectors and the ability to uh, tell when someone is telling the truth or not. And I thought, well, what a perfect um, segue, if you like, to, to what we're talking about. So I want to play you a little bit of a clip from uh, the movie House of Games from 1987, and, and, and you will get the link to your previous, uh, your previous guest. Let's hear that. Okay, now I can do that all day. How? you got to tell. You're telling me the hand that has the coin. I am? Yes. How? It's not important. Okay, you're doing it with your nose. You point your nose slightly at the hand that has the coin. Okay? That's a tell. Now, look back over my shoulder. Guy in a beard and a cowboy shirt. You see him? Yes. He's from Las Vegas. He's been beating me all night. He's got to tell. Okay? When he's bluffing, okay? He plays with his little gold ring. And I caught him doing it. And he knows I did, so he stopped. He's conscious of himself. I want you to do me this favor. What's that? I want you to be my girlfriend for a while. Come in the game. You stand behind me. Watch me play. We get in a big hand. I, I go to go pee. You watch this guy and tell me, does he play with his gold ring? Then I know he's bluffing. I win the big hand, and I forget the 800 your friend owes. You know, that sounds a lot like my late cousin, Keith. I'm of American stock, and my, my late cousin, Keith, sounded almost exactly like this East Coast New York accent. Doesn't that sound... Great! It's really the epitome of a con man, isn't it? It's 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 absolutely it's a brilliant performance from Joe Mantegna, and uh, this uh, the film that 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 clip came from is called House of Games from 1987, and it was David Mamet's first film as a director. And David Mamet had previously had a, a, a huge reputation as a playwright and a very distinctive vocal style of a very distinctive verbal uh, 
um, uh, in terms of the dialogue, like there was, there were only certain actors that could really could really pull off a David Mamet script, and Joe Mantegna is is one of them. And yes, there's it. You you absolutely feel drawn in to this to this character. I love that moment where he just says it. It's not important. Your your question not important. We what I what what, what I have to say is important. And Mamet was for me and a lot of Wellington theatre kids in the sort of nineteen eighties and nineties was a real touchstone. And then. Unfortunately, nine eleven happened, and Mamet went sort of down into the rabbit hole of um, sort of right wing politics, and and he's still the he's still an amazing writer, but unfortunately he's he he's putting that talent in the service of some I think some some fairly dark uh, dark places. But that nineteen seventies eighties nineties Mamet he was just incredible, and House of Games is I mean he's always loved. The idea of deception, the idea that you can that you can present as one thing and be another, and the the story of House of Games is about a psychologist played by Lindsay Krauss, who is successful. She's written an, a book, that's a very successful, uh, best-selling book about obsession and how it can overtake human psychology, and she's made a huge amount of money. And she gets brought into this con person world thinking that she can maybe write another book. Maybe she can um, use those people to uh, as subject matter. And what she doesn't realize is that actually they have brought her into their world for their own purposes. And the wonderful thing about con movies is that it's like peeling an onion. You, you know, every, it, it, almost every scene reveals something else about the deception, the layer of deception, and who is deceiving who. And House of Games is, I think, it's my favorite con movie of all time. I watched it again last night to prepare for this program, and it is much darker than I remember it. I remember it as being um, almost. Uh, uh, a beautifully constructed piece of theatrical architecture, if you like. I hadn't realized how much, uh, how cynical it was about human behavior and human uh, intentions. And it certainly ends on a really quite a dark, sour note. <laughs> but in terms of the, you know, one of the things about con movies is, is is that they're writers' movies more than they are directors' movies. Like because it's all about the construction of the con, and the construction of the of the reveal. And Mamet, being the director and the writer, it was just in, in complete control of House of Games. It's only available as a digital rental on Apple at the moment, but mm-hmm. I do recommend that if you're into that kind of into the the game playing of the con movie then House of Games is the best that you can get, really. What an excellent analogy, like peeling an onion. I, I can just feel that now in my hand and the, <laughs> the scent, the aroma. Oh, I'm going to go peel an onion now. Excellent. Well, <laughs> when you come back... <laughs> um, I, I wanted to talk... The, the reason why I wanted 
to, to, to talk about this subject was because there's a new film that's on Apple TV Plus, which is called Sharper. And uh, it's very much in the same vein as House of Games. It's about con artists and the relationship between them and their marks and the uh and the, the how and the construction of these cons um and we've got a little bit of a clip here which might help let's hear it i want you to be honest with yourself max if i were to hire you to work for me how do you think it would end not well i agree Still, I want to offer you a job. I'm thinking $60,000 a month. 60 grand a month? For what? To go out and find opportunity. Make a mark for yourself. You want me gone? You cause your mother anguish, Max. And I will not have it. So what am I then? A bad investment? I didn't get where I am making bad investments. Is that what I'm worth, Richard? $60,000 a month. I'm offering you an opportunity. I want your salary up front. That can be arranged. I'll just transfer the money. Transfer the money? No. What, so I can pay taxes? Hire an accountant? No. I want cash up front. Oh, Dan, I recognize one of those voices. That's John Lithgow. That is John Lithgow, and John Lithgow in this particular film. Usually, he's a he's um, a power player in, in in films, but in this particular film, he's the mark. And what we've just heard is Sebastian Stan, who is uh, who plays the son of Julianne Moore, who has a relationship with John Lithgow. John Lithgow, billionaire, um, uh, Manhattan socialite, and uh, general power player mm. he has fallen in love with julianne moore sebastian stan is plays or acts the part of her son who's a bit of a waster and is likely to be the fly in the ointment of their relationship and so he's now persuaded john lithgow to give him sixty thousand dollars times 12 i can't do that on the fly i'm sorry it's late 720 money a lot of money in cash so that he will go away and not bother them again. What John Lithgow doesn't know is that actually Sebastian Stan is not Julianne Moore's son. They are romantic partners and con partners, and he has just been done. And so this is... The, uh, it's a wonderful little little moment. It's it's a, about the end of Act One because there are twists aplenty in this film called Sharper, which is on Apple TV Plus now, and it owes a lot, I think, visually and stylistically to House of Games. That's one of the reasons why I went back to House of Games this week because you know the con artists when they gather they gather in the same style of. Of, of bar under the bridge that they, they do in House of Games. They, the, the language that they share is very much the same. And it feels like Sharper owes a big debt to Mammoth's um, House of Games, but it's not as dark. It does have a kind of redemption arc to it. And, but it does, it, it, it reflects, I think, extremely well how a great writer can construct a con and 
like like peeling the onion before you literally every scene you go i did not see that coming or i did see that coming and i'm i'm the smartest person in the room because i did see it coming but it's 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 that pleasure isn't it that that when you're watching something unfold like that and you're going hmm what what's that about what's that character you know it's there's a difference between the con movie and say a, a who done it or um and and I'm going to be dealing with this these really sort of fine distinctions in future segments on this program the the heist movie the caper movie there are lots of very <laughs> very slender distinctions between these but the con movie I really really love because it's about the psychology of humans it's not just about the um, mechanics or whether you can drill through a bank vault or, or or whether you can whether you can get get something done before the alarm goes off or whatever but I really love con man and grifter movies because they really do try and understand the human psychology around uh, um, the, the the profession if you like Anything with John Lithgow has got the tick from me. He's such a great actor. And if you've seen him on TV, you might have seen him on Third Rock from the Sun, which isn't really him at all, but he pulled it off pretty well on that program. That's almost the complete opposite of the type of character that he plays. So anything with John Lithgow, Julian Moore as well. Sharper is that. That sounds great. I like Um, it. That's right. And, well, I'm also going to... I'm going to direct your attention to another series that's on Disney Plus at the moment, which John Lithgow is in, and that's called The Old Man, and it's he's plays opposite Jeff Bridges, and it's a spy mo- it's a spy series. It's, there's seven episodes, and apparently there's going to be a, a second season of it because it's been so successful, and John Lithgow plays a. Um, a uh, former head of the CIA who is now consulting to the US government and Jeff Bridges plays a former CIA agent who had been undercover in Afghanistan during the uh, Russian occupation and um, has ended up on the run. The CIA are trying to catch him. He's living off the grid. Look, it's it, that is a, it, it's a really terrific series, mm. um, The Old Man. I, I, I haven't recommended it to people simply because I am I'm just a little bit wary about films that or, or series rather that just that end on cliffhangers and I'm going oh I really I I, I, I much prefer things that have a beginning a middle and an end but unfortunately this is the way of things now that um, films and series end on cliffhangers and we're expected to wait for two or three years for the next lot to appear but if you're a big john lithgow fan as 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 you are and as i am um the old man which is on disney plus is a terrific series it's it's quite violent it's quite um it's it's very much in the in the modern uh television uh vibe that way but it's also about aging and it's about relationships and it's about the secrets that we keep from each other and from ourselves uh, yeah, I, I will recommend that. Just a little um, John Lithgow segue there, sorry. Lovely. That's great. Thank you, Dan. And let's go back 50 years. 1973, I can't believe, yeah. came out in 1973, The Sting. 
yeah, well, this is this is the caper movie. No, not the caper movie, but the con movie to beat all con movies. It's almost the it's the gold standard, the one that all con movies want to live up to, and it is it's just pure joy from start to finish. The Sting, uh, Paul Newman, Robert Redford recreating their relationship from um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Robert Shaw, who was later to. Um, steal jaws from everybody else who is involved in it and this is you know i was talking earlier about plot and uh, and how the the scaffolding of plot is important for these con movies well the sting is the archetype of the whole thing and it's set it set during the depression and two con men one uh a I guess a big time con man and one a small time con man, they gather together to try and cheat an Irish mobster out of $500,000. And the, the level of detail that they go to to create the world that's going to persuade this character, Doyle Lonergan, played by Robert Shaw, that, uh, he's a, that, that he can trust them with his money. This is... A, uh, uh, something that that is discussed in House of Games actually about what the con is. The con is about confidence. Con is short for confidence. And uh, Joe Mantegna in House of Games says it's, it's not about me giving you my confidence. This is about you giving me your confidence. And the 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 persuasion of the mark, the persuasion of the mark to actually say oh, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to tell you my truth. I'm going to tell you my story. I'm going to give you my money. That's how confidence games work. And um, The Sting, I mean, it's a beautiful looking film. It was um, an extraordinary success at, uh, at the time. And I just wanted to point out that if you're one of those people, a bit like me, who has a big screen at home and likes to watch films in the finest sort of um format possible that the sting has been remastered in the new format called uhd which is 4k right and if you've got a television that will play 4k the sting is going to look better than it has ever looked before even though it is 50 years old and you are going to see paul newman and robert redford two of the finest movie stars that have ever walked this earth and in in at, at their absolute peak this is movies that that we don't make these films anymore, Todd. I don't think. I was looking at other con films or possible um, topics for this, and the closest I've come to in the last sort of twenty years or so is um, Ocean's Eleven, the the, the, the that um, uh, film that had the big sort of portfolio of movie stars mm. that Steven Soderbergh made. But that's not that's not so much a con as a heist, and I, I will be coming to that. To, to, to that particular topic later on but uh, yeah the sting it is available for rental on uh, not just on Apple but on some of the independent rental services um, I do recommend that uh, if you get a chance don't spend your money with Apple if there are alternatives because there are local streamers and local rentals services that will happily take your money and use it to <laughs> continue to operate <laughs> and I tell you what I love Paul Newman's ranch dressing too but I find it hard to get these days well, well, he's he's no longer with us, unfortunately. So I'm guessing that there's one one hand short in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's a good point. Hadn't thought of that. 
Dan, lovely. Always great to hear your thoughts, and you probably got lots and lots of others. I hope the COVID disappears quickly and without any major incident, and looks like you're going to be doing some more flying. I tell you what, you want to take that flight simulator into Queenstown. Yeah. Yeah, Queenstown's amazing. I have I have done that. Uh, I, I've, I've flown over Queenstown. I'm not quite game enough to try and take off or land yet. But I, it, 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 it is one of those things that um, you can lose hours and hours. Yes, I think they've even got the simulator where you fly through the cloud through the valley and then all of a sudden there's the airport with about 10 seconds to go before <laughs> you land. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Dan Slevin with Shortcut for this Friday night. Much appreciated.